I'm going to give you seven gemstones that I guarantee you, if you embrace them, if you put them into use, you'll overcome your fear. You'll win the game of life. Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. G-Man, we are at Fort Family Park outdoors again. It's been a while since we found this location. I know, man. A little bit. And, and, and it's, it's always great. It's always like a little breeze blowing. And, uh, you know, you hear the birds, a little nature. You know, we got a little little lake there behind us. And uh, I like this place. I, I train a lot out here. So uh, it's like being home. It's like being home, brother. We've been dropping a lot of podcasts. I've been looking forward to this one ever since you told me the topic. The word is fear. Why'd you pick that? Well, you know, it's so funny, like, because fear was actually supposed to be the word last week. And remember, I added fatigue in there, right? And uh, sometimes you just time it right. Um, but this week, that word is more applicable than in any other week that we could have put it, right? So you think about all of the things that's been happening, you know, especially, you know, with the trial that was going on. Um, think about, you know, all of the, the shootings that we had. Like, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot. Of, so so the, the timing of this word, and, and that's where I've learned that sometimes you just have to be patient and you have to feel it. And I wasn't feeling it last week. You know, and I've done that a couple of times when we, we've done our podcast is I'll change it up at the last minute and say, no, I think we were going to go with this. So just knowing that this was going to be the word this week and the timing of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think people need it. I mean, I, I think I think people need it. I think last week talking about fatigue, I think that's where we were. Right. Uh, we were in that moment and you roll right into this moment of fear because there was a lot of fear about what was going to happen this week and what was going to happen to our country this week, if we're being honest, right? Yeah. Based on I don't know anybody that doesn't wake up every morning and wondering what's going to happen and next. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, so th- there is a lot of fear um, on top of fatigue and exhaustion. And, and, and just when I look back at the last month of our podcast, you know, I didn't plan it this way, but it literally seems like it's just been this buildup, you know, to this climactic moment. And uh, so we've arrived at fear, and I think it's something that we're going to crush it today. Like, we're, we're going we're gonna to give people a reason to embrace it, know that it's a part of winning, uh, and, and how to be able to overcome it. So one of the questions that we're getting from our listeners is, is how do I make sense of all of this? You know, how, how do I find where I belong in the midst of all the chaos, if you will, around right, me. Right, right. You know, or, or the constant change. And so it causes, you know, that you talk about the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things that seems to be pretty common. And right. even on your Monday Motivation, you did a phenomenal job of yeah. just breaking that down right. about what yeah. happens right. between us. We just don't, we have expectations. Right. We just don't communicate. Right. We don't understand. We don't know what we don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, number one, it's just the knowledge, right? The knowledge and the understanding. And if you don't have those things, you'll never become wise. And and what I've learned is people want to be connected, right? They want to feel like they are a part of something. And we go back to the start of this year. Our whole mission became we got to build a community. And to me, when I think of building a community, what am I building? I'm building connections because I think that's what people want. And I think that people are fearful 
when they don't feel like they have those connections, when they're fragmented, right? When you feel like you're all alone, when you feel like you're the only person that's going through a particular thing, right? It's just you. You get more fear. You, you have more anxiety, right? You, you, you get more exhausted. You get more fatigued because you feel like nobody understands me. Um, so when we're talking about fear, what we really need to be talking about is how do we connect people? How do we connect these dots to where people no longer have to feel like they're by themselves? And it goes back to community. It goes back to a community that's being heard, uh, a community that knows its value, uh, a community that knows where it's going. And what's so, what's so crazy about that, right? So when I say it, uh, for most of the people who know that I'm African-American, right, it's easy to go, well, yeah, you know, because that's how, you know, African-Americans feel. That's where we are in this moment. But what I just said really applies to everyone. It applies to every community. Think about it. Every community, right, want to be heard. Every community wants to feel that it has value. Every community wants to feel that it's not only being served, but it can serve, right? So to me, that, that's a people thing. And that's why it's important to make these types of connections. And until we make these types of connections... We will continue to have what we have. And what I think we have right now is a whole bunch of distractions. Because there's so much going on. And, and we, we can't finish anything. Like, we don't finish anything. Because there's just so much going on. And so, un until we, like, step back, take a pause, and really dive in and finish some things, we're going to just we're gonna just be... We'll be talking about this five years from now. So one of the things with Age Nation that we're committed to is empowerment through information, right? And yes. that's kind of the, the, the goal is, is to make sure that we give everybody a sense of community, uh, not just a sense, but we actually practice right. community. Uh, but it's because we understand the value and, and we really find that every person has worth. And, and so as you're listening to this podcast, think, Think, you know, take a moment and, and understand you're worth it. You're worth it. Like if you're wondering why are these, you know, why is, why is G-Man talking about this? Why are we putting in the time and effort to communicate about this topic? It's because we want you to be able to win in the game of life. Well, and, and more importantly, more important than that, you know, it's like my mom says, once you get information, you're not responsible. And, and, and I think the fear that a lot of people feel is number one the lack of information right we like to say well we fear the unknown well well guess what we can help you with that because we're going to give you information and now you own it and the beautiful thing is is when you when you give someone information that you know can change their lives then i think you have to be smart enough to step away let them own it empower them to see because then then you see your real value right yeah you, you know it, it's years ago um so I've had Age Nation now for 23 years. I, I, I've been out doing my thing. And I remember uh, when I was deciding whether I was going to start my own business or whatever, my grandfather saying to me, son, if you want to know what you're worth, just go out on your own. Well, I feel the same way about information. If you really want to know what you were, then empower yourself with information and then utilize it for what it's meant to be utilized for. So it goes back to if we want our communities to be better, let's give them the right information. 
So you and one thing I hear you say often is misinformation is worse than no information oh. at all. And so let's talk about from the standpoint of what people fear, because something you dropped before the podcast here is you talking about we don't, we're only born with two fears. Break that down. Listen, this is this is an absolute scientific fact that at birth you are born with two fears: the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Everything else is put into us. Everything else someone has told us. Every, everything else, we, we've been created that way, right? To, to, to be fearful of certain things. Fear and guilt. That's how we roll. So my thing is, you got to look at the evidence. You know, and, and, and so there's things that happened in my life. As a parent, if I now shove those onto the lives of my kids... I, in a lot of ways, I'm starting their growth. You know, I, I used to be the guy who said, just because it is that way don't mean it has to stay that way. I've always been that guy to be able to look at something and go, well, it doesn't have to be that way because it's a decision. You know, it's like love. Love is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. Love is a decision. It's a decision that you make. It's not a feeling. Feelings go away. See, if I say that I love you, you know, because you're my little brother and, and you're cool and I like to hang out with you. And then all of a sudden we stop hanging out because you got other things to do. Well, now that feeling just changed, right? So does that, that changed the love. See, that's why I know love. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's a decision. That's why I always tell you I love you and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. So if we're born with just two fears, where do those other fears come from? Are they, are they programmed? Oh, they Essentially, pro- we're, we're, we're like sponges as kids. We are. People instill those, right? So think about it. Hmm. Think about when you were a kid and your mother said to you, don't touch that stove, it's hot. So now you start associating not only the stove being hot, but anything where you see fire, well, that's hot, right? So I can't go, I, I'm not going to go near that, right? Don't, don't, run, don't run at the pool because you do, you're going to slip, you're going to fall, you're going to hit your head, right? So all I'm saying is, there's a different way to tell a kid not to run at the pool. Don't even use the word run. Just say, hey, be sure to walk. It, 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 it's going the same way. You're getting the same results, but you're saying it different. I'm telling you, negative information, man, it only breeds negative behavior. Negative in, negative out. I'm just saying at the end of the day, we can be positive and still get what we want. It, it, it's, it's like looking at the scenario that just happened, right? So we, so we get this guilty verdict on all three counts, and I get it. We're excited. But it's the right thing. Like, I can't really give you kudos for doing the right thing. That's what the Justice Department is supposed to do. That's how it's supposed to work. Nothing fails like success, though, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, people, because now it's an expectation. And, yeah. mm-hmm. It's an expectation. But it's an expectation that should have been set from day one when you say that all men are created equal. Yeah, justice for all. That's what I mean. Like, like, so at the end of the day, these fears that we have are because of the experiences that we've had. When you have negative experiences, right, that conjure up these things because this is the way the outcome happened, you're fearful. But I've always said, then when you let experience be your greatest teacher, you're leaving a lot on the table. Because when experience becomes your greatest teacher, you stop trying. You stop hoping. 
you stop working toward it because you're saying, well, it's just going to be the same old, same old. Yeah. The reason yeah. that things changed and we got the outcome we got was because some people were like, no, nah, I'm not going to let this experience be my greatest teacher. We're going to stay out here and do what we got to do. Yeah. So Age Nation is full of dreamers, believers, visionaries, you know, uh, doers, right? Doers. Performance, results. Yes. I mean, yes. but, but also people who are focused on developing other people, maximizing the potential. So we have a tremendous uh, foundation that we're working on here. But I think you still, again, you're, 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 you're constantly in this state of like, hey, I'm going to put up on a stiff arm. Right. That question of am I enough? Right. Right. And we're, right. And, we're, and we're paying attention because we do want that validation and we want to continue to, to and, you know, live out our purpose and stay focused. Well, we all want validation, right? You know, we were talking before we started the podcast and I said, look, it's like being in the midst of the storm and dropping like pebbles or breadcrumbs so you can see that you are getting through it, that you are moving. Like, like everybody wants to know Am I going in the right direction? It's no different than if you get in your car and you go into a place that you've never been to, right? You are looking for signs along the way that says, yeah, I'm going in the right direction. Well, I think we want that in our lives. That's why we want to belong. And we look to other people to validate us. And, and sometimes that's the problem. You keep looking for the wrong people to do the right thing, and it's not going to happen. And drop rocks, uh, you know, pebbles, if yeah. you want. But but don't drop breadcrumbs. No. Some, somebody's going to sneak around and come pick those Call up. Call somebody home. A little hungry. rat. Or a little, well, somebody home. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a bird or something. You, you, somebody's you can, hungry. You can't yeah. drop crumbs yeah. because there are some people, yeah. that's what they yeah. live off. Yeah. Build monuments. They live off yeah. crumbs. Yeah. Honor honor what you've learned. Honor what you're, what you're growing in and celebrate those wins. Coach, um, every week we honor – an MVP in the game of life. Yeah. Who's yeah. our MVP for fear? You know, every you know every MVP to me is important. Every MVP is, is special. But today, um, it's family. Uh, it, it's my cousin, Ivan Gunter. He, he lives in Dallas, and he's a police officer. And I've had the opportunity, I've had the pleasure I've had the honor to not only to to spend time with Ivan you know not not only as a cousin who's just hanging out and, and, and you know working out and grabbing great meals and all that stuff but I've actually got to be with him on his job and watch what he does and how he does it um, and in light of what we saw you know, yesterday with, with the verdict. And, and what's so crazy is today is actually Ivan's birthday. Uh, so I, I just couldn't think of a better person than him. But he does policing the way you want to see it because he's in the community. He knows everyone in the community. He respects everyone in the community, and they respect him. It's like he has this common sense approach about you just treat people right. He doesn't do what's good. He does what's right, and he does it every single day. And what makes it so unique is when we talk about fear, I mean, I was dyslexic. I mean, he's had to overcome this thing his whole life. Like, how fearful is that, 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 that to get through life, I've got to be a good reader, right? 
we know that readers are leaders, right? But he has this thing that, like, I've got to, like, overcome this before I can even start to even dream big, right? But he's done it, and he does it every single day. He's a sergeant. Um, he's always implementing these new ideas for the Dallas Police Department uh, that they go, yeah, that's a great idea, because he's a thinker. But more importantly, I was a doer. He leads with his life. And I watch him when we, when we talk about community. I can't help but think about every time I'm with him, I see it. I, I get to see him in his community, in his element, doing what he loves. And he's serving people. Like for him, Ivan, Ivan's the guy who, you don't have to give him kudos for being a great policeman. He's like, that's what the badge requires. That, that's why I took on this. That's why I'm here. That's why I am a police officer. And so it's a whole different mentality. And that's what I say about when you find your passion, when you find what you love, oh, you're going to serve. I mean, it's sometimes watching him do what he does. Like, I think the boy would do it even if they weren't paying him because he loves what he does. So he, he not only an MVP, I mean, he, he's just a tremendous Tremendous guy. And and it's better because he's my relative, right? He's 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 my blood. And so I watch what he does, I watch what I do, and, and I go, wow, it's so crazy. In our DNA, we still have this thing about serving people. And even though we take a different approach to doing it, we're trying to get people to the same place. And that's to be who you are. Be who you are. Be productive. Be the best version of yourselves. Um, that's what Asian Nation's about. It, it's like, look, Dr. King said, even if you dig a ditch, be the best ditch digger in the world. Have people saying, wow, that guy can dig a ditch. Um, I just think that when you find your passion, good things happen. So he's the MVP, and uh, I know he'll, he'll be excited about it. Uh, he's a big part of Asian Nation. And he's a big part of why Age Nation is, is, in, is in the Texas, the state of Texas and everywhere else, you know, um, because he blasts it and he puts it out there and he supports what we do and we support what he does. Does he have a running man on his, on his car yet? Listen, because I feel like, listen, I mean, that, that he, better happen. That listen, a running man he, better he be in he Dallas right now. He has a sticker. Okay. He, he, okay. Has, a, he has a whole, whole bunch of okay. shirts. Every day's game uh, day? He, he's, oh, he got the original Every Day's oh, Game Day. Blackwood, I think he has like every shirt that we have. <laughs> uh, he works out of them. I mean, as a matter of fact, I remember when I first sent him out his care package. He said, hey, Doc, because he calls me, hey, Doc, he's good. He's nice. <laughs> he's feel good. Uh, but uh, he works out. I mean, he's, he, he's, you know, he's never going to stop being an athlete, you know, played football and, uh, hey. Maximum velocity performer. All day, every day. That's him, man. Ivan Gunner. Can't wait to, you know, get out to Dallas and see him again, hang out with him. You know, uh, usually get out there at least one time a year. So now that this pandemic is, is kind of giving us a little freedom to roam, uh, hopefully we'll connect soon. Well, I can't imagine anything that, that could potentially cause you to face fear every day than running into it or, or sending others into the line of fire. Yeah. And, and so I wonder, what, what are the secrets, Coach? What are some of the things that, that we can do on a daily grind 
to to embrace fear? Well, you know, there's there's seven things, man. We we call them gems, baby. These, these gemstones right here. I'm gonna tell you, get yourself a little get yourself a little uh, little little satchel. And I want you to just drop each one of these stones in there. And then anytime you run into fear, you just pull one out. Just pull one out. You know, one of, one of, one of the first gemstones is this. Is fear is going to come. And, and you, you, know, you, you know how you are, your hands get a little sweaty. And you start to breathe, breathe a little differently. So, you know, uh, when, 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 fear, when fear drops in, and, and we've all been there, right, to where our hands get a little sweaty. You know, heart heart start beating a little bit. Um, You're not going to start singing Eminem, are you? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not <laughs> going to do it. But but one of the things that that I've learned to do is is to take deep breaths. You know, people people forget to breathe. You know what I mean? Like sometimes pe- people just truly forget to breathe. Like it sets in, and 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 the thing about breathing that is so unique is when you can stop and take a deep breath. It reminds you that you're alive. See, and I feel like in moments when, when you're up against it, when you when you have anxiety and things like that, I think it's important to breathe, because you you at that moment you want to be reminded that you know what I'm still alive, and you know how age nation roll. If we breathing, we got a shot. So that's your first gemstone, man. You you, you just just step back, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Remind yourself that, okay, I'm alive. I like that. Uh, gemstone number two. Here's the deal. <laughs> when you are in the midst of the storm, it's hard to think clearly, man. Like, like sometimes it's just coming at you and you don't know if you're going or coming, right? I want you to do like you do your two-year-old. Take a time out. Just take a time out. Walk away from it. Walk away from it. Give yourself about 10 or 15 minutes to do something else. You know, it's uh, it's like sometimes when, when, when I'm writing or I'm working on a project or I'm trying to put something together, man, and it, and it just won't come. Like, it, it won't come. You know what? I walk away from it, and I look at it with, with a different set of eyes. Uh, you know, so so that's that's gemstone number two. Yeah, and when I think about just walking away with it and then coming back with with some different eyes, you know, Bevy, she likes to do puzzles, and uh, she'll get in there, man. She can rock a puzzle, but you know, every now and then I'll just walk by and find a piece and put it in. And, you know, I tell look, I'm looking at it with different eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I've taken a break. You know, I've stepped back. So, um, gemstone number three. Now check this out. At times, it's challenging, man, when, when, when you're fearful of your thoughts and all that. you got to take a moment and look at the evidence. See, sometimes we, we are fearful of things, but the evidence don't even point to that. So that means getting the knowledge first, because we always say the fear of the unknown gets us, right? Well, get to know it. I mean, look at the evidence. I mean, if the evidence says that there's nothing to fear here, then don't fear it. But you can't start fearing something without diving into the evidence. But think about how often we do that. Think about how often we do that, man. That's solid right there. I think a lot of times, you know, we'll create monsters in our head. Make mountains out of molehills. Yeah. All the time. 
So, so I say, look, you have to look at the evidence, right? Uh, number four, here, here's a little gemstone that I, that I like to say. Keep things simple, man. When, when you get fearful, can you please just lean into your basics? Just, just your basics. Go, go back to your foundational stuff. You know, uh, let's use a sports analogy. It, it, it's like being on the football field, man, and nothing's working for you. And coach say, look, look, let's just let's try to just run a, a power play here. Let's just try to pick up two or three yards. Get back in a rhythm. Um, just be basic. Don't complicate it. I think sometimes uh, when we're fearful, we, we get away from our training. And you, you know I'm the first one to say, trust your training. Trust your training. You know, this, this is what you're here for. You've been put together. So, I mean, utilize it. That's what your training's for. Now, this next one's crazy. Like, like this, this fifth gemstone, this is, one of those, this is a big rock. This is a big rock right here. This is one of those people go, wait a minute. Coach, that, that don't sound right. Here's the fifth gemstone. I want you to imagine the worst thing that can happen. What's the worst thing that can happen if this thing goes the way it goes? See, a lot of times when you think about the worst thing that can happen, you end up running the fear right out the building. You know, it's, it's like working out, right? It's like trying to get in shape. I tell people the worst thing going to happen with you showing up, you know, five days a week, putting in some work. The worst thing going to happen is you're going to get in shape. That's the worst thing going to happen. So a lot of times when we're looking at these things that are conjuring up all this fear, ask yourself, what is the worst thing that's going to happen to me if this doesn't happen? A lot of times, mm, it's not as bad as you think it is. Now, that, that's a big rock. Now, that's the rock you really need to have with you. Because think about it. When fear shows up, man, we, we're nervous, man. We're real nervous. But I say attack it. Attack it head on. The sixth gemstone, I think, you know, some of us have been taught not to do this. And, and I think, man, it's, it's just a, a disservice. Is you got to talk about your fears. Talk about it, man. Communication is the key. Earlier in the podcast, we talked about the beautiful thing about when you get information... Now you're responsible for it. See, I need to get this knowledge. And the only way to get the knowledge is I need to talk about it. And hopefully there's someone that can help me, that can lead me. And I can take this knowledge and turn it into understanding. And the more I understand about what's going on, the wiser I become. So anytime you're facing those fears, look, don't be afraid. Communicate, talk about it. Now, number seven, you know, you have to put a fun one in there. You know, I always try to put some fun rocks in there, you know, the shiny ones, right? Look, life is messy, man. Life is real messy. So you got to get away from trying to be perfect. The beautiful thing about a setback is that's the only way you can have a comeback. So embrace it. Embrace the messiness that's in your life. It's really okay. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to get it right the first time. But that's how success happens. But setbacks are important, right? Um, I believe that, you know, 
true winners, people that are successful, that come out on the other side, they all go through something. They all, adversities there, they, they have things that, that, you know, they weren't excited about doing. There's been some fears, there's been anxiety, there's been things they've had to overcome. And I, I think that we have to be willing to embrace it, that this is a part of life, that it ebbs and flows. I promise you this, you put those seven gemstones to work. Put them to work in your life if fear shows up. You'll get to the other side of it. You know, as my mother would say, you got to go through it, honey. You got to go through it. Um, so, so these seven gemstones is how we get through it. So I've been taking notes. I'm going to summarize them. Seven gemstones. Number one, take a breath. Breathe. Oh, yeah. Number two, take time out. T.O. Number three, look at the evidence. Number four, keep it simple. Go back to the basics. Trust your training. Number five, imagine the worst case and then run it off. Number six, talk about it. And number seven, life is messy. Yes. Embrace it. There it Embrace is. Embrace the messiness. There it is. There it is. Man, it's, a, it's like eating a good burger. Sometimes it gets real messy, man. It starts falling apart. But, man, that thing's good, right? You get back in there. Get back in there. Well, we invite our listeners... Age Nation, connect with us, stay in touch, continue to send us messages, direct oh, yeah. message, DM coach, and, uh, and we'll keep this thing running. And uh, till next week, every day is game day.